0: So, like, how do you think it actually works in a bank, then, Like, how are people getting interest on their salary, on their savings, even if you're only putting a few pounds a month away? Like, how is that working?
1: Trying to explain banks is really difficult um, in, a, in a short space of time. I've wrote a little five-step process. Let me see if you agree with this. Cool. So <laughs> Banks, number one, they take your cash. Yes. They invest it.
0: Is that number one still or number two?
1: Right. Okay, well, number one, they take your cash. Yep. Number two, they invest it elsewhere. Your yes. cash. Number three, they loan some cash out to other people of your money. Yes. They then take interest on that because you've borrowed money and you have to pay interest back. They then invest that. Then they pay out £1 million bonuses to them. Sorry,
0: staff. where's your foreign you, you Honestly, you're terrible at numbering. You're going to have to do it again. Right, number one. One, two, <laughs> C, G,
1: Omega. <laughs> one, they take your cash. Yes. They pay you a little tiny bit of interest.
0: Teeny tiny, yes. Something
1: like 0.1%. Yes. They number 2, yeah. they invest that cash <laughs> yes. elsewhere. Yeah. They probably make a return on that. Of yep. anything up to 20%
0: you guessing, but
1: yeah, guessing. Number 3, yes. They take that money, your money that you've paid in, yep. plus the money they've made from investing. Yes. They loan that out to other people as yes. mortgages or as business loans. Yep. Credit they, cards, credit cards, yep. anything like that. Number four, they charge interest on that, which is much higher yes. than the interest they're paying out. They're already making a return yes. on the money that's in there. Number five, they invest that money as well, and it grows and grows and grows. Number six, they pay huge bonuses to bankers, and everybody hates them. <laughs>
0: you're receiving next to no interest Mm -hmm. and but they're using your money to get interest that they're Mm -hmm. they're using you to borrow and i know people probably think well you know my salary is not huge and it goes in and i've spent it three days later so how are they using that but a bank will know on the 28th of the month, we've got this many million customers who will all get X amount in, and that's what they're borrowing against. It's not kind of an individual's yeah. couple of hundred pound here and there. It's the the overall weight of what they've got across the banking system, what they know is coming in, what they know is coming in in credit card repayments, loan repayments. as a reason they're all in your grill when you're late because they're banking on that coming in. Yeah, banking on <laughs> <in> it. <laughs> For it to go back out. Do you remember my ex who wanted to start his own bank?
1: Yes, <laughs> is, it, is it? happens it to be the same ex who also wanted the Viking funeral? Yes. So, but yes, I do remember um, him saying, "Shall we start a bank?"
0: And I remember mocking him and saying, "What you're going to do? Just use like the letterbox on your front door as your ATM machine, <laughs> like, passing money through the letterbox." However, I, I feel like it was ahead of this time because there's so many challenger banks that are being started now, yeah. like new banks, and it's the exact same concept. As much as you know, your HSBCs and your Barclays have been gone for. Years and years, and they've got billions and billions. These new ones, like your Monzo and your Starling, they're exactly the same. They're just getting a small amount of money to start with. They'll then only offer bank accounts because what they need is people to start... Put in deposits with them, and then after that, they move out and they'll do savings accounts where they can actually pay decent interest. Then they'll start offering loans and credit cards and, and kind of build it all the way up. Um, so you know, he was onto something, just
1: no, I agree. Yeah, but you do need when you say they start off with a small amount of money, millions, yeah, millions.
0: yeah, relative to banking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relative to not banking, just what was down the back of the sofa,
1: horse. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> starting a bank. But you technically you could. I could have ten pounds and say, Tell you what, Cathy save ten pounds with me. Next yeah. next week I'll give you a pound back. Yeah. And you can have, you know, eleven pound in the saving pot with me. And then I can say to Mark, the producer, Would you like to borrow twenty pound? Give you twenty pounds. So it's ten pound of my money, ten pound of your money, but you have to pay me back twenty five pounds next week. From that twenty five pound I'll give you your eleven. I've made a return in a week. And I pay huge bonuses to bankers and everybody here.
0: (laughs) Banks in six easy steps. So if you're going to start saving, you mentioned about potentially having a savings account alongside your bank account.
1: Yeah, That's because your, your current account, which is where your salary
0: and things yes. going to,
1: the interest rate is going to be very, very poor indeed. So you always need a separate savings account because generally they'll put a slightly higher interest, mm. shop around, use Money Supermarket or another comparison site to see who's got the best interest. Yeah. What you might have to do is lock your money in
0: the longer you lock your money in the higher the interest rate for all the stuff that we've said because yep. the bank knows they'll have access to your money for longer they can loan it they out know for you longer can't so they can out. pay you more
1: yeah and a lot of the time if you break that earlier you'll get nothing yeah. so you you know it's an incentive to keep it
0: Yeah. i know that people probably feel a bit disheartened by how little interest you get at the minute and you know, mm. it doesn't feel you know like a good place to put your money but it's all relative. The interest that is being paid on accounts is so low because Bank of England base rate is so low. But then that means when you are taking out mortgages, that's also low. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of linked. And at some point, bank base rate will probably go up, in which case, yes, your savings rate will also go up, but your mortgages will go up. So it's there's kind of pros and cons. Yeah. Um, I think we were discussing this recently, weren't we? So it was 40 years ago in 1979. The- Before I was born. <sighs> Just <laughs> scraped in. But the Bank of England base rate then was 17%. So yes, you could stick your money into a bank account and probably get 17% interest, which is phenomenal. But can you imagine how high your mortgage payments were as well? Wow, like you needed yeah. that bank interest in to mind, just pay off yeah, your mortgage. something
1: like 2.5%. Exactly, Yeah. It's- crazy isn't it so
0: it is all relative and i know they are frustratingly low at the minute but Mm -hmm. that's part of kind of the wider thing and it will turn around i
1: think as well what some people don't understand is when you've got money in cash in the bank you pay tax on that people don't realize you know after a certain amount you will pay tax on it which is why there's options for cash ices yeah Um, so even without investing your money if you still just want to keep it in cash you can wrap an ISA around it, um, and that will
0: make it tax-free. And I would say it's not even just the fact that you could pay tax on the interest you've got, which is part of yes. it. It's the fact that you will have to go through a self-assessment process and declare what interest, yes. even if it's to then just say, you know, it's, it's a small enough level of interest that I don't have to pay tax. Yeah. You've just created life admin for yourself. And especially we all if you're employed. All hate. We're all here. So if, you're, if you're employed, you wouldn't normally do a self-assessment. And if all of a sudden you've got this extra income... You have to do a self assessment. So a cash icer should absolutely be your first point of call because it just Text means it that. gets away from all of the admin. You don't need to assess it. There is no tax to pay. Yeah. So
1: we've looked at bank accounts and cash ICEs. A third option is premium
0: bonds. So premium bonds are one of the options from national savings and investments. And the point there is that you're putting your money with the government so it is as safe and secure as could be your entire UK government would have to go bust before you lost your money. I mean, so it's not that impossible I mean it's not. Well, but we talked about Northern Rock, so people used to think it was impossible for a bank to go bust. So you always thought put, keeping your money in a bank was completely secure. And, you know, in extreme circumstances, it isn't. So the government should be considered the more secure option, which again means that the rewards that you can get are less because the, the, the more risk you take, the more reward you can get. So if there's no risk, you're getting next to nothing. And um, so premium bonds, essentially, you're not getting interest, but you're getting entered into almost a lottery to prize be able draw. to uh, a prize draw, yeah, to win money. So because of that, obviously, if you don't win anything, you're you're not getting anything. Your money's safe, but you're not getting any kind of return. So it's it's a kind of a gamble and to win up to a million pound. Can't you you? Can, it's like yeah, a lottery, isn't yeah, yeah, but it's just like a lottery. So I wouldn't mm. be banking on it. Yeah, no, banking on it. <laughs> well, but I guess if you're trying to decide what's the right option for you, you need to be thinking: how bothered are you about getting some returns? Is it just about security? Is it just about? complete peace of mind, you know, you could stick it under your mattress. Um, Or if it is about maximizing the returns, if that is something that you want your money to do, it's knowing how long you're comfortable locking it away for. And then like you said, doing some research on um, your ISAs or your savings accounts, that have got fixed terms and getting as much as you can in terms of interest for it. So there's not a single right answer. It's down to what you're after. If you think you might need to dip into it, if you just step in into saving for the first time, I'd probably keep it quite flexible. And then once you're feeling a bit more secure, maybe tie some of it up, get some of it in premium bonds. Mm-hmm. And if you win the million pound prize, then- Brilliant. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> best tip ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> share these. I'll share my uh, floor shrapnel with <laughs> you. you <laughs> share that with me.